The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There was a man that moved into a neighborhood called Kiryat Yovel. Kiryat Yovel in Yerushalayim happens to be a non-religious neighborhood. But this man, he was from the Hasidim of Ger. He had eight children, Le'anara. He couldn't afford an apartment in the religious sides of Jerusalem. So he bought this apartment in Kiryat Yovel, in the cheaper part, in a non-religious area. There, not realizing, the first day when he pulled up with the moving truck, he was surrounded by people sneering and snickering at him. There was in particular one man, a non-religious man, that walks up with his dog and says to him, don't tell me you're moving into this apartment. Don't tell me that this moving truck is yours. Oh, there went the neighbor. Ah, one Hasidi guy comes, and they all come. We're going to be infested with them in a week or two. And he's, he's going on and on, and harassing this poor guy, and he's announcing it to everybody. There went the neighbor, Hasidi. Oh, they ignored it. And that was it. They thought they'd seen the last of this guy. But this guy, he was determined to get rid of this guy from him. I'm not going to have this Hasidi guy ruining my neighborhood. I grew up here. I have memories here. Before you know it, boom, Mashadim number two. I'm not having that here. I'm going to get him out somehow. And his opportunity came where one day a beautiful car pulled up right in front of the building of this Hasidi guy. And another Hasid came out and he was holding this black attache case that looked very, very interesting, conspicuous. And he walks into the building, and this guy's out there with his dog, and he's watching the whole thing. Huh? I told you these guys, you know these Datim, they're not straight. They got all the money under the balato, you know. Who am I going to get this guy? I bet this guy pulls up in the big, beautiful car. In Israel, you know what a big, beautiful car is? A Caprice Classic. That's what the, the VPs drive around in. Why? Because they have curtains on their windows. If you take curtains in Israel and put it on the window of any car, you are a VP. I mean, I don't know how to explain this exactly. One time, a few friends of mine took this little two-door Fiat Ritmo that looked like something similar to a Volkswagen Bug, I guess. And it was a 1960 model. And they put these these curtains on the windows and they put a big bumper sticker on the back that says VPs of Israel eat your heart out okay whatever but, you know okay so he sees that this guy goes in with the anti case something looks funny I bet he's dropping off a money drop there's probably a million dollars in there they're laundering money I bet so what does this guy do? He goes back into his house with his dog, and he calls up the IRS of Israel, and he tells him, listen, I just witnessed a crime. There's this Hasidi guy right across the street from me. He just got a shipment, a load of cash. It's all under the balatot in his house. It's under his bed. It's in his closet. It's there. These guys, they don't pay a dime of taxes. They take welfare, and they got millions. Go get him. Here's the address. Here's the name. Get this call. 
on a religious guy, you could be sure that this is not just going to go anywhere. A week later, this poor Hasidi guy, he gets in the mail a letter from the IRS of Israel, and it says there, we have proof that you are not stating correctly the money that you make every year. You're hiding your income. We know that you make between a million to two million dollars a year, and therefore you owe us some $242,000 in taxes. Guys, look, that's got to be a joke. Got to be a mistake. He gets on the phone. He calls. Not a joke. It's not a mistake. Yes, we have proof. And we're going to come down and investigate unless you pay the money. Guys, what are you talking about? You got to be joking. I have eight kids. I don't have a penny to my name. If I had money, would I be in this neighborhood? I'm deaf ears. Well, that night, this man was broken to pieces. He turns to his wife and he says, I'm going to go to the Rebbe. I'm going to ask him for a biracha. He has to help me. So he picks himself up. He goes to the Gera Rebbe with the letter from the IRS. He puts it down on the table by the Rebbe. He says, Rebbe, help me. And he has the words in the ear in his head of his wife that said to him, you better not come home unless you get something good from the Rebbe. He's shaking. He says, Rebbe, help me. Look at this letter. They think I make $2 million. They have proof, they say. Help me. They want me to pay a quarter of a million dollars of taxes. I don't have a penny to my name. They're going to throw me out of my house. They're going to take my apartment. They're going to put me on the street with my kids. The Rebbe starts laughing. He says, ah, what happened to your emunah Hashem? Chassid says, Emunah Hashem, I have emunah, but, but come on, take a look at the paper, read at the bottom line, a quarter of a million dollars, what do you want me to do? The Rebbe says, have emunah, you'll see unbelievable miracles if you would just put your entire belief in Hashem. The Hasid said, but Rebbe, you have to understand, that could work for me, but my wife? I'm going to come home. She's going to say, what did the Rebbe say? I'm going to say, he said, have emunah. I'm going to end up not in the garage, in the machsan. I have to bring her home something. Something. The Rebbe says, oh, you have to bring her home something? Okay. The Rebbe leans over. He picks up an orange off his table. And he hands it to the guy. And he says, here, you need to go home with something? Take this one. The man says, Rebbe, there's a law. It's not a bichad. This is not a joke. Shalom, Brach. Okay. He leaves. He goes out to the cocktail and he pours his heart out in front of his creator. And he says, Hashem, I'm putting my emunah in you. Only in you. For everything is only from you. And you and only you can help me. No one else but you. Help me. With those words, he left the cocktail and he went home. He comes into his apartment. His wife and his kids are all waiting. They know he went to the Rebbe. They're waiting to hear what miracle, what did the Rebbe say? The wife says, no. What did the Rebbe say? He said, the Rebbe said that I should put my entire emunah in Hashem. The wife said, okay, and? He said, no, that's all he said. Put your complete faith in Hashem. That's it. So. He says, no, that's not it. I told him that you're not going to be happy with that. So he reaches in his pocket. He pulls out an orange. He says, he gave me this orange to bring home. 
the wife almost passed out. But when the children heard that this is an orange from the Sadiq, the great Gerarebi, they came running out of their beds, charging at their father. I want a piece of that orange. And each one is knocking each other down and killing each other and elbowing each other just to get the piece of the orange from the Gerarebi, from the great Sadiq. As the commotion was going on, breaking up the children from one to another, trying to split the orange, there was a knock on the door that even he did not hear. His wife went and opens the door. And in walks two very official-looking Israeli men holding clipboards. And this is the scene they walk into. The father is standing there as the children are knocking each other down. And they're elbowing each other, knocking each other. And the father is saying, okay, okay, I'll give you this piece, and I'll give you this piece, and I'll give you this trying, Hazita. Give the orange out in eights to eight children, a little piece of... And they're standing there and they're looking at this scene and they're looking at each other and then they look back at the scene and they say, one second, we have the right apartment? This is the guy that they reported to us that's making $2 million a year? That's been hiding the income? His kids are knocking each other out for a small piece of an orange? It has to be a terrible mistake. They ripped up the file, and they walked in. That's right. Says the Rebbe, you don't need my biracha. You don't need anything. All you need is Hashem. Put the belief, the emunah, the bitachon, where it's supposed to be. Remember that it's from Him and only from Him. Everything. Everything. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.